Let me say something. Let me see how it picks up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bam. And we're live. And it's 7.50, Monday, March 11th. Y'all will be listening to this a lot later. We're in what used to be the fucking... <laughs> where the recording console was at the Z Room, but Callie likes to move shit around for no reason. And I'm here with the motherfucking Airplane James. AR Plane James, what's the deal? What's going on, man? I appreciate you pulling up and all this, because we hadn't really met before this, so I don't usually do, uh, like... Yeah, that's kind of crazy. A lot of interviews with people, like, unless I've met them before. Right. Not like, you know, I don't have anything against it, you know, like, mm. if someone comes, like, if people offered, like, hey, like, we have so-and-so, like, doing this, of course, you know, like, I'll do shit, but... Yeah. Um, I was glad that Vic put us in touch, because... I've been uh, listening to your music for some time, and then last week was the Rosecrans Live event, and you tore that stage down. We kind of talked about it a minute ago. Appreciate you, um, man. No, man, thank, appreciate you for putting on a good show. That was always a... I like those Rosecrans events. They're always they're always a good time. Yeah, There's always... For the culture. It's always like a... I was too late to say thank you on stage, but... <laughs> I really fuck with Vic for putting that shit together. Like, that shit's big for the city, especially, like, niggas like me. I really appreciate him giving me a stage to showcase like my talent yeah because ain't nobody else really doing that shit like uh-huh. in the city so speaking of your talent for those of of them listen those of us those oh god i can't fucking talk i'm not even high people i'm just <laughs> on coffee sure right now me a bong, i did offer him a bong <laughs> but i didn't even pack it because you know i'm not gonna sit here and smoke a bong if the guests don't smoke. I'm like, that's just that's kind of rude um for people who don't know you who is airplane james airplane james is just your regular nigga off the east side just just so happened to be good at music. Uh-huh. You feel me? Like, so you are from the east side. Yeah, I'm definitely off the east side. Okay. And I want to be clear about what the east side is. It's good. Like, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. It's like it's the east side of South Central. Like yeah. It's um, I grew up in a section like Manchester Broadway area, 87th Wall, mm-hmm. shit like that. It's not nobody really from that section coming out like with with music, mm-hmm. and we also get like a bad rap like. Like, when somebody call you Eastie, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I knew that early on when I came to the music shit, I wanted to change the perception of that shit. Like, my brand is so Eastie. Like, uh-huh. I am Eastie. Like, I'm all that shit that you say is bad, but I'm about to turn that shit into a positive thing. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting um, about the East thing, because that's, that's something that's sort of um, happening with this new wave of L.A. rappers. Um, yeah. It's, like, sort of turning that term... Easty into something that's yeah. a good thing because you have people like Desto and uh, Pimp yeah. and P who are from the East Side and Desto he always mentions it too, right? Um, and yeah, they you know like I'm a East Side baby drinking water at my sink. That's the Desto line right there. <laughs> um, and so like it's always it's it's I think it's interesting because that's not I mean just being from someone who's not from LA mm-hmm. and even people in LA you know a lot of people who move here like they they don't know where the fuck they live they don't know like what stuff is you know they just know like like we're talking about North Hollywood that's all they know you yeah. know what I mean they know North Hollywood and they know like down to you know maybe like Beverly or something like that right. and to them that's LA um, so what did it like you said like you knew what it meant to be from the East what did you know that was positive that it meant being from the East like who sort of showed you that like okay no the east doesn't have to be these like stereotypes that people who showed project it to onto me? it yeah um i kind of just figured it out for myself okay really. like um like uh all right so this is girl i won't say no names but uh <laughs> we were out like we were out at like uh what's that fucking shit bossa nova's we were at bossa okay. nova's 
As West? one finds himself every from time to time. Yeah, it was with the homies. Like it was, we was deep, and she from the West Side, whatever. And she's, I don't know how we got into this thing where she was just talking about East Side niggas. Like, yeah, like I don't date niggas. Like you know, past that side of the one ten, you know, them niggas is dusty. And I'm like, you sitting with East Side niggas right now, yeah. and we on some, you know, we on some boss shit. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. so that just made me be like, damn. Who gonna speak like and change those stereotypes? Like, mm-hmm. because it's not what people say it is. And I'm like, shit, I'll I'll be the one. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like like on myself because none of my homies on that side rap really. Okay. And uh, so how did you uh, get into rap? You're uh, you're 26, right? Yeah. 26. Yeah, because I I noticed you were like uh, you're one of the few. Uh, people who I'm eating all this who's older than me so it's refreshing I'm not much younger than you I'm just a little bit but like you know <laughs> it always sucks meeting like people who are wildly more talented than you and because I mean you are wildly more talented than I am but I'm like okay at least he's older like there's like you know you're like you know like I have a chance I can grow into something you know a little bit yeah. but whereas you, when you meet like some 19 year old rapper who's ridiculously good you're like man hey, it's fucking gone so for me I know it's dope it's incredible like, but at the same time for I, me I'm I like I don't damn. know why I don't be asking niggas they age or nothing I'd just be like I'd be finding out like the only reason I even brought it up was because I, I thought saw on your bio was older really yeah and then he just had his birthday, like his 25th birthday. I'm like, damn, how old are you? That's crazy. So when did you uh, start rapping? Um, Seriously, took it seriously, uh, 18. 18, okay. But I, like, I know everybody say that shit, but like, I legit always did music. Yeah. Like, I remember I was in like sixth grade. I had this fucking, um, this MP3. It's like this little MP3 player thing, but you could record sounds on the shit. Uh-huh. So I would go, damn, what the fuck? I think YouTube was just fresh, fresh. Like, yeah. I would find, um, I would find instrumentals. Uh, I did, I did a freestyle over Bow Wow, Fresh as a Miss. Wow. That was my first, wow. <laughs> my first song. Shout out to Bow Wow. He's a legend, man. Yeah. <laughs> you be playing with him, bro. I'll <laughs> stop playing with Bow Wow. But yeah, I did that shit. And then from there, I just knew I could put words together. Mm-hmm. And then I always was like into writing and shit. Like, even seventh grade, I got, like, this, um, I had won this contest from, like, out of, like, four people out of California, like, I wrote this essay. Uh-huh. They gave me one, just, like, they gave me one thing to write about, and it was, like, the color brown. And okay. I just made that shit so poetic. Uh-huh. I didn't think I was going to win that shit, but yeah. I won that shit, and I got, like, five days at Pepperdine. And I just knew I was always a good writer, so I just stayed with it. And then 18 came around, and then... I started doing some. Uh, I did a freestyle over uh, Waka Flocka shit. Uh, what's that fucking shit? Hard and paint. Yeah, yeah. And the homie that I was telling you about off air, uh, he took me serious and was like, "Let's go half on all the equipment." We went half on everything, and then ever since then, I've been taking it serious. Okay. Um, who like was music a part of your uh, brain? Since you said it was always kind of there, like where uh, was there always like music being played uh, in the house when you were Not coming up? Not really. Like, okay. like uh, my grandma raised me, so. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I don't know how everybody else's situation was, but my grandma wasn't really musical. Okay. She liked to watch westerns and... Really? Like, yeah, she watched, like, cowboy shit. Like, Uh that's her shit. Like, she watched the same westerns over and over and over. So she really didn't play music. Like, I had to figure that shit out on my own. Like, Mm -hmm. my older cousin, he was playing, like, Snoop, and he was playing Hot Boys. Okay. Bone Thugs. Mm -hmm. I remember I got got a a Hot Boy CD, and my grandma took that shit. (laughs) 
So I really couldn't. I couldn't really. I really couldn't play music, bro. I just had to watch TV. Yeah. And I specifically remember that fucking TV. You had to press the number. Mm-hmm. You had to press the number for the video. Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. Nigga, I used to request that back, back that ass up, nigga, all the time. <laughs> I want to be Wayne so bad. Like me, my brother, my cousins. Like we all said, we was we was Cash Money. We were the Hot Boys. Like everybody uh-huh. pick a pick a kid. Like you feel me? Yeah. He was juvenile. My cousin was Manny Fresh, and I was Wayne. Uh huh. So that's I say that was like there was like a heavy influence early on. Of the, probably of all the rappers in that have been mentioned in the twenty three episodes I've done this podcast, Little Wayne has come up the most. Which is it's very I mean, obviously he was like the biggest rapper in the world at one point. Right. But it just is very interesting to me that a lot of these new LA artists get a lot of inspiration from Little Wayne and not just Little Wayne, but from New Orleans and from Louisiana in general. Man. Which is very in, I, just, I don't it know was it's early interesting. On, to me. Even when he had that fucking crazy ass run in like oh six, like I would just go on LimeWire and just type in Lil Wayne to find new Lil uh-huh. Wayne songs. Like, I still remember that shit. Like, that's all I had was Wayne. Yeah. You know I mean? So, yeah. I, all all the niggas, all the LA niggas probably was on the same shit. Yeah. The sidekicks. <laughs> sidekicks. Playing Wayne shit. <laughs> that's funny. That's That dates us very well. Side <laughs> playing Lil Wayne on sidekicks. For real. I still can't listen to Can't Believe It to this day because of my fucking sidekick ringtone, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I forgot. Man, whatever you put on your ringtone is terrible, bro. I forgot. I honestly can't even remember one song that I put on my ringtone. Uh, What's up, Big Swift? The East Side Special, Anderson. The Valley exactly. Special. <laughs> we you, got guys are, you guys are interviewing? We're interviewing right now. No, you're good. Come on, say it. Be not. We got a friend of the podcast, Big Swift, just walked in. Big Swift, Yeah, you can go check out his episode. Where am I at? You're in Pennsylvania. Don't disrespect my area like that, man. It's the Southeast. I'm in the southeast. Yeah, you feel right. me? I'm like, damn, where the fuck is this at, boy? <laughs> I'm walking in people' apartments and shit. <laughs> where the fuck is the studio? Yeah, I have to, I have to come down here from the valley a good bit. I'm I mean, glad you here too, cause I just telling uh, Ben I got a record. <laughs> I got a record for you and him. Easy, and easy. Oh, that nigga, he live around the corner too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen right. to this. There's networking going on during disorganized I'll noise. Let y'all niggas live Planning. They're, uh, yeah, shit, they're plotting. Yes, yeah, sir. Man. It's organized noise. We're gonna be, we're gonna have fun this week at Awesome. Um, yes, yeah, y'all can go listen to Disorganized Noise episode eighteen to get a more in-depth look at uh, the phenomenon Big Swift. Uh, but back to Airplane James. The phenomenon. Plug, special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, he, he's built for the for the mic, man. He knows what's up. Um, yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about Lil Wayne, Hot Boys, people getting really influenced by that. Yeah. Um, so, like, was, did you, when you started rapping, did you kind of have the sense that, like, okay, I'm a rapper who's from L.A., so I have this mantle that I sort of have to uphold? Because it, it's one thing, like, when I talk to rappers who are from where I'm from, South Carolina, because, oh, you know, like, think of, like, a rapper from South Carolina. Exactly. Like, the only one with speaker knockers. R.I.P. Speaker knockers. Like, the people, yeah. that people know of from South Carolina on a national scale is speaker knockers. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there, there was that guy, Lil Rue, who had the nasty song, like, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he kind of, like, faded away because, like, Charlemagne was supposed to give him a record deal and never happened. But, uh, I came out here in this June of 2017. 
So oh damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Carolina for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been here very long. I just moved. I'm one of those horrible people who like <laughs> moves here to make rent get higher and traffic worse. I'm one of those. I'm one of those fuckers. Fuck off. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, but that's what uh, this is. This is me like uh, making amends for that by trying to do something for the city <laughs> right here. Trying to interview the talent that's in the city. Well, I fuck with you, dog. Um, but yeah, did you feel? Uh, did you feel any sort of like responsibility or anything responsibility? like that to to be like okay I have to bring it since I'm from L A like it has a storied tradition of rap. Mm. Probably early on. Okay. But as I got older, like I just wanted to carve my lane out. Okay. But I, I do want to say like uh, I do want to say that uh, Dom Dom Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of my biggest influences. Really? Yeah, like, that's crazy. I don't even, like, if you listen to my music, it don't sound no, like it at all. That's why I was <laughs> surprised right? when you said that. <laughs> right, but, yeah, like, um, I don't know how I found, I think I was at a kickback in Long Beach or some shit. I don't even be in Long Beach. But I was in Long Beach, and somebody was playing him, and then I ended up doing my research, and I just became, like, a big fan. Like, I liked what he brought. Mm-hmm. Like, he was one of those niggas where it was like, He's he's around the bullshit, but he don't really talk about the bullshit. And his music sound like you want to be outside. Like no matter what it is, it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think I I I'm going record and say I took that from him. Like okay. whatever my music is, I wanted to sound like I'm outside. Really? So yeah. So because that can mean a lot of different things. Like you know, being outside. You know that that can. Like that—that that gives what I'm saying is that gives like a wide range of emotions that you can experience, mm-hmm. and you can associate with being outside. Yeah, it can be hot. Well, mostly in LA, it's hot. It's not really cold in LA, but <laughs> but I mean, it's not it, really. it can be cold in other ways, you know. Right now, it's been raining this past couple what two months. Yeah, like a lot, a like lot. Around the yeah, day. and then today it was like cloudy at the end of the day Shit, too. It's raining right now. I'm it's gonna... raining right now. God damn it! Is it raining hard? It ain't raining hard. Okay, good. Cause my, fuck, my, hoodie, like, cause my fucking window leaks back in Van Nuys, oh, and I don't want I don't want that shit to like get bad. It's only if it rains like ridiculously hard for a long time, like the bottom falls out, you know, yeah. shit like that. But I mean, I moved away from South Carolina to get away from that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I but yeah, followed it's not, me. I don't say like I don't feel like a responsibility, but it is a sense of pride. Okay, a sense of pride for sure being from LA. Like, yeah. I just LA niggas, we just feel superior. I don't know why. <laughs> we got issues. We gotta stop doing that shit. We just go other places and be like, man, these niggas can't fuck with. Us. Like, we just feel like that. I yeah. think I can speak on every LA nigga. We just feel superior. I don't know what it is, but. I mean, y'all. Uh, just from my experience in being in two different places, uh, and I mean, you know, I kind of traveled around the South and stuff. Um, y'all are a little like people from LA. Dudes from LA are more. Um, What's the word I want to use? I don't want to say refined. Um, it's just L.A. has been the spot for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all like y'all are reckless, but in a different way. Like, reckless in a way that's, like, low-key. And it's, like, L.A.'s got, like, a, a coolness about it. You know, that's like, very yeah. cliche to say, but, like, y'all do have this aura of, like, yeah, like, we know what's up. Like, there's no, there's there's not a lot of people, like, being spastic you know what i mean yeah. like not a lot of people like trying to prove themselves necessarily like at least the ones who make it the ones that i talk to you know the yeah. ones who are the ones who are doing cool stuff yeah. <laughs> but whereas you know guys in uh in south carolina they're a little more uh there's like a, a hunger to it which is which can be a good thing but yeah. it's because like you know no one's made it you know what i mean like they they don't see 
success in that they're like, I have to be the one that breaks through, you know what I mean? Because yeah. South Carolina doesn't have an infrastructure the way L.A. does. Mm. Um, and there's not part of the industry there. So uh, you mentioned that, like, you don't rap like Dom Kennedy, which is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so how would you describe your rapping style to, like, say someone who had never heard you before? How would you, like, mm. not pitch yourself? I hate to use that word, but uh, present yourself to someone. I'll say like damn it's very introspective okay right whatever I'm talking about like I just want to be as honest and vulnerable as possible okay so I think that's what you're gonna get from me every single time like like majority of my records like like when you dive into the album like the album's not coming yet but I got an EP coming out um March 29th that's just like the tip of the iceberg but like, what's it called? The album or the, uh, the EP? The EP, Eastside Special. Eastside Special. Yeah, and with that, it's still what I was talking about, like with the Easty shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a double entendre. Like, uh, one of my favorite restaurants on the Eastside is the uh, Louisiana Fried Chicken. Okay. So you pull up there, you get like a four piece, five piece, yeah, like yeah. five songs on it. Okay. So it's like the lunch special, but like the Eastside Special. Okay. But it's also like the Eastside is special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like. I feel like there's a lot of niggas out there like that'll be like on a record like oh like I fuck this bitch didn't give a fuck about her you feel me or I fuck this bitch I don't give a fuck I got bitches yeah yeah but like what you gonna get with me like I'm gonna be honest like I want my bitch you feel me like, I'm the nigga that's gonna be like nah like I probably only got one you yeah, feel me? I yeah. only got one mm-hmm. I love this one and that's it you feel yeah. me like so I'm just keeping it as honest as possible and it's like you know that's how I would describe my shit Honest. Honest. Honest, honest and vulnerable. Fuck, like, vulnerable as fuck. Like, I don't care if it's going to make me look maybe weird or something, but I'm going to say how I feel. What's the most vulnerable you've ever felt on a track when you were recording? Uh, of of the of what's been released, obviously, that people Oh, can, what's been released? Yeah, of what's been released already. Or, I mean, yeah. if, if there's something that, like, you know, we can look forward to that you think of recently. I got a record called um, For You. Okay. For You is about um, my daughter... And um, the mother of my child, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like that's the most vulnerable I've ever been. Okay. Um, that's on the album for sure, for sure. Okay. That's one of the. I keep on being like the album's done, the album's done. Yeah. I keep changing that shit. That's <laughs> one song that just never goes, never goes away. Yeah. So for you is uh, probably one of my most personable records. How old is your daughter? She's three years old. She three just turned three. Oh, that's awesome. That's February beautiful. 12. What's her name? Kennedy. Kennedy, that's beautiful. Oh, there you go. For Dom, look at that. It's all connected. Um, That's cool, man. That's awesome. I actually met Dom, too, and I told him that shit. Yeah. That was dope. What did he say? He was kind of blown away. Yeah, he was a little honored. I don't think a lot of L.A. niggas would probably, like, give him his props. I don't know why, but I like to give niggas their flowers while they can still smell them, you feel me? That's very important. Yeah. Like, problem, uh, problem, no, like. You know that's my one of my favorite artists. So he set up like a session, mm-hmm. and he had him come through and shit. And I tried to, I tried to play it cool. I'll never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to play it cool. He like, no, nah, my nigga, tell him, feel me, tell him how you feel. And I told him, you know, I'm like, man, I'm a fan of yours. Yeah. And we got to do a couple records, so it was dope. Are we gonna maybe hear some of that on the album? You know what? I, I damn, that's a personal record too. Okay. That's one of the personal records. I got a record with Dom. Um, and problem it's called uh, 365 yeah. you may hear it you may not but it's definitely contending 
<laughs> it's it's in the race yeah, to get to the final sure. cut. So you brought up problem. That was a good uh, that was a good segue. I love you guys from uh, L.A. who do this podcast. Y'all are really good at uh, just like lining up shit that I wanted to talk about anyway. Answers. <laughs> so talk about your uh, relationship with problem. Talk about uh, Diamond Lane. How that all came about. Man. What what is Diamond Lane? You know, for people who. Are tuning into this from the depths of South Carolina. <laughs> Damn, I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but like Diamond Lane, it's 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 the most professional. It's like professional, but it's like a gang. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, in the in the best way though, like you know, like not the bad things about a gang, but like the yeah. good things. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And no man, like no man is unreachable. Like you know, other labels, like, it's, it's some niggas you can't even talk to. Like you can't even walk in a room and, or you can't even have a number and call them. Yeah. Like. My CEO was at the Don't Come to L.A. show. Yeah. We chopping it up. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, damn, we ain't pat nobody down in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna get, <laughs> situation gonna get filthy in here. Nah. But it was all love. But I'm just saying, that's the type of shit, like, he pull up. Like, yeah. you know, or like, I call him right now. Like, that's that's the shit that I love about Diamond Lane. Like, Diamond Lane is, a, like, a family. Um, No man is bigger than the other. Like, prob- I just, look, now, like, no cap, but... I just got off the phone with Problem before I got here. Uh-huh. I'm FaceTiming him. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we was. I just called him for some advice. Yeah. He was on the phone for, like, 17 minutes. But I was calling him for some advice about South By. He'd been yeah. before a couple times or whatever. He was just telling me what to do when I get out there mm-hmm. and how to do shit. That's him right here. <laughs> like, hold on. I will call you back. I'm in this podcast. I'll call you back. <laughs> that was accident. <laughs> But yeah. So how did you get um? Uh, yeah, how did you get signed to? How did that all happen? Um, when when did that happen exactly? That's crazy because uh, the neighborhood I grew up in, my big homie, is uh, is the brother of the CEO of the company. Okay. So you would think like, damn, like you could just get that, mm-hmm. but I have been around forever. I've been a little homie, like I've been in the hood. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I've been around. So. I just knew, like, I could come around, like, you know what I'm saying? I could go to the parties and shit, you know. I mean, this is a problem at its height, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I was around, but I never, and that's just the east side in us, like, I guess. Like, the east side niggas, like, they just real, like, I would say hard-headed, like, or you feel me? They just got a sense of pride, it's like, nigga, they don't want nobody to hand them shit. Mm-hmm. Or they don't want no handout. So, I never even asked. Like, even though it could have been right there, I never even was like, I just took my own route. Like, I started my own shit. Like, my mm-hmm. own company. My own label. It was called Street Native. And, um... I had, like, some of the niggas from my neighborhood. We was running that shit. And we, we was... We was gaining traction. Um... But... Niggas start going to jail. Niggas start falling to the wayside. And... It was just... One nigga that... I had left with me. And... We hit a ceiling. You feel me? And once we hit that ceiling... Um... My other homie... He was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Holla at, you know, holla at the big homie or whatever. So I holla at him about, like, possibly going over to Diamond Lane. And um, he took me <laughs> he took me up there one night uh-huh. for prob. And I was like, I've been around that prob, but never been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, they never looked to me for music. I was yeah. just a little homie. Yeah, yeah, So, um... Nigga, I thought I was ready. I had like three. I had wrote like three verses, uh-huh. <laughs> and 
Nigga, that night, that nigga, we did those three songs, and nigga probably didn't write shit. And he did those three those three joints, my nigga, like, blew me out the water. I was like, what else you got? I ain't even have shit else. Like, so it was like, it was one of those awkward-ass moments, whatever the case is. But he was cool as, was cool as a fan, man. So I ended up dipping. And um, I asked my big homie who took me. I'm like, man, can I get his number? Like, nah, my nigga, you should have got it while you was there. Yeah. I, I introduced you, you feel me? I, nigga, I'm out of it, my nigga. I'm like, fuck. But Donald was fucking with somebody else at the time. Um, they had this other signing at the time, and he heard the records that I did. And he was like, yo, who the fuck is this nigga? Like, and I guess Pop told him who I was. He found me on Instagram and was like, nigga, come to the studio tonight. Nigga, I went to the studio. I never left. Like, <laughs> even even the CEO was not like was really not fucking with me like that at, at first. Yeah. Uh, he had a conversation. Oh, I think nigga, I snuck on. If you go listen to Problems, uh, Chachiville Project, there's a record called Deaf Ears, and I'm on it. Mm-hmm. I snuck on it. You did. I snuck on that shit. He was faded. He was faded as fuck. And it was just I had a conversation with Bird because he always been my like my big homie, no matter mm-hmm. what. Every time I came around and shit, but he just, you know, I just didn't come to him about no music shit because mm-hmm. I just didn't want no handout. So he just told me, like, the first thing about, like, this music shit is just, like, pulling up. He, like, 50% of it, 60, it's, like, pulling up. Like, opportunities yeah. going to come, pull up. And I just took that into account. I had some other shit going on. I had dropped all that shit. Like, I'm pulling up yeah. every day. Like, probably what you're doing every single day. Mm-hmm. And, nigga, what do you know? Like, that night, Problems faded as fuck. He getting a haircut. He like, man. He like, man, just uh, throw a hook on that bitch. Mm-hmm. I threw a hook on that motherfucker. That's all he wanted though. He didn't want no verse. I'm like, man, I'm gonna throw a verse on this motherfucker <laughs> too. I threw the verse on that shit, and it was like, it was no, like it was a gang of women in that motherfucker that night. Mm-hmm. Like that motherfucker was rocking, mm-hmm. and they was vibing. He like, man, I'm putting this shit on the album. I'm like. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and from there, he like, man, Bird came with this stuff and shit. He like, man, you just was not gonna go away. <laughs> and from there, like niggas fell in love with me, and then they started actually listening to my records and shit like that. The rap. That's usually how that that's good advice in a lot of different industries because I've noticed that if I just like go out to shit like Rosecrans events and go to shows, go to stuff like you end up meeting people. Yeah. That opens up opportunities like and people like see your face around. They're like, oh, he's like that guy that does blah blah blah. You know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes like going to, you know, like four or five of like you know the don't come to L.A.s or shit like that to, for yeah. you to like actually be like okay that per- I know who you are now like I know who yeah, that person is. Bird told me that shit is it's manifested because like before like the homie I was telling you about that just got out today I couldn't do nothing without that man bro okay. like, I couldn't go places like I'm like uh, Eastside niggas got that shit too like they fuck with who they fuck with and they don't really want to get to know nobody else yeah. they don't really want to fuck with nobody else they know who they know and it's like as soon as he like, he went to jail, like, a light switch flip, like, it'd be shit, I'm at today, like, even the Don't Come to L.A. shit, I was tripping out backstage, like, damn, I'm in this bitch, like, really dolo, like, without mm-hmm. the homie, like, doing my shit, like, he'd hella be proud, because he would have to literally drag me out the house, like, nigga, go to the shit. Yeah. And now it's like, nigga, I ain't got no problem, like, I'm pulling up. So, uh, talk about, um, you, you mentioned the the EP that you're going to be dropping March 29th mm-hmm. uh, and talk about the little project that you dropped at the end of last year 
Oh, say they so? Yeah. With a Jug. friend with friend of disorganized noise, Jug, also known as Jug FTR, also known as Jug for the record, fuck the rest, fuck the retrograde, any other little like things you want to add in there. <laughs> but yeah, producer Jug of Hit Mob, of course. Man. How did y'all how did y'all get like linked up to do that? Man, uh bad luck actually. Okay. Bad luck. Um I wasn't really uh tapped in at first like that. Um I actually knew the song. I knew some of the songs that he did. I just didn't know he did them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but bad luck was just like, uh, man. You I know, it was that, that Brandon Ingram looking motherfucker in the back <laughs> with the wingspan? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't look like Brandon Ingram, but he has the wingspan hey, of Brandon Ingram. Got that shit. As soon as you said it, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hit that nigga calling Brandon Ingram. Be like, be like, that was straight from the mouth of Miguelito. <laughs> he came hey, up with that shit. But uh, yeah, nigga Lux. He linked us or whatever. He, t- he put us in a group chat and was like, man, I think y'all niggas should work. And Luck really wanted me to do some, like, he wanted me to tap into, like, the East Side shit. Like, you feel me? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, majority of my shit is uh, introspective and just raw, honest. Yeah. He, but he really, he, I think he had heard a record or something when I was just, like, going off. He like, bro, I, I want you to do, like, at least, like, five, six of those, those type of joints. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, I'm with it, my nigga. Like, those type of beats right there make me just tap into that other side anyway. Yeah. Because it was, uh, like, I mean, like, obviously, uh, you're rapping on it and you, and you do rap well, but you do tap into, like, some melodic shit on there, too, which I like. Yeah. Um, Like, you, like you're like you singing, like, the hooks and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're doing, and you're putting, you're throwing some effects on the voice whenever you want to, you know? Yeah. Um, and that does, that does work well over Jug's beats. Like, what do you like about Jug's beats that, that sort of, like, Leans you that direction. Them shits. <laughs> them shits ignorant. Yeah. Like, it's just, I swear, like, it just does something to me. Like, like even, like, majority of those records, mm-hmm. like, he didn't have to go through, he didn't have to go through a lot of beats for me. Like, oh, word. Those, all those beats is probably, like, a first pick. Okay. Like, so, like, he didn't get to play me nothing else. Like, mm-hmm. fact check, he came to the studio, that was the first beat he played, I said, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Prop did that shit right there. And that's that's been a pretty like buzzing track for you. Yeah. Since then. Fact check is like grew legs. Yeah. It's definitely grew legs. Like <laughs> that shit came out last year and it's starting to bubble now. Like, yeah. So I'm fucking with that. I yeah. did it at the show. I'm like oh. No, yeah, that one did that one did go up at the show a I'm lot. Like, damn. Up at Rosecrans. Yeah, I got a uh I got a remix on there. I got the remix on uh on the uh, E P. Oh word. Yeah. I got Jake three oh five on that thing. Oh, okay. Um, I really liked uh, On the Fence too um, mostly because you uh, mentioned the line about the um, the girl who wants the Ben's wagon not the GLE Um, and I'm just uh, and that just made me think of like uh, the old uh, Kanye mixtape where he talked about like like you won't be seeing me in that baby mama Benz anymore. Like the the like wagon stuff, yeah. and you're like you're like no, I'm the opposite. Like I'll let her like I'll let her take the take the wagon and all that. <laughs> yeah, I said she wants the Benz wagon, not the GLE. Yeah, it's a difference. You feel me? Yep. <laughs> On the real, difference. hey, that's a, hey, that's just some East Side shit right there though. Cause nigga, like the big homie Weez, man, that nigga, bro, that nigga's a clown. And he'd be like, 
we be talking about whips and shit. You know, I, I'm gonna be honest. I actually like the GLA. Oh no, I do too. Yeah, I fuck like, with I it. Seen, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I seen Draco in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he Draco single handedly popularized the GLE for all of rap. Nobody was talking about GLEs like before. Like you know, Aye. like Drake is actually they like need to free that man. Like, by the way, they do need to free Draco. Always say free Draco. Um, but yeah, I noticed like, uh, and that happens with LA a lot too. That people are listening to LA shit, but they're not saying they're listening to LA shit. Yeah. Like now, like you know, you have like. Migos and stuff. They they were talking about like Musains and shit, and now it's like I'll, you'll hear them mention like GLE, and I'm like, did you listen to Draco? Like, you know what I'm saying? They had to. Like, nigga, I see Lil Yachty, man. That shit, that type of shit, make me happy, bro. Yeah. Like, see Lil Yachty. Flu flaming listen, remix. Listen, yeah. like to Draco. I'm like, man. Yeah. Yeah, come get this sauce, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got it. But yeah, that nigga Draco actually made me like the GLE. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to the. The, uh, the big homie, he was like, man, that is a fucking girl car, man. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, man, hell, like, I mean, yeah, get the motherfucker if you want niggas pulling up on you trying to holler. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, like, it's a difference. Like, I got, I guess, I got that from him, you feel me? Yeah. Like, she wants the Benz wagon, but she wants the Benz wagon and she know what the fuck she wants. Yeah, me? yeah, She don't want the, she don't want the girl car. She wants the, the big boy shit. She wants the box. The Real. box, not the bubble. It's crazy. I had that record actually over. Uh, um, I had those vocals and shit over. Uh, damn, what's that sample? You must be used to. I'm fucking you tonight. Oh, I, the, I had a sample. And I had put from that the Biggie on. song. Yeah, I I was doing those shits like I was doing that over that, and then when jokes to me, I'm like, nah, it's gotta go over this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was high and fucking Jeremiah came out with that shit, with the sample of the Biggie shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was probably a good decision given the the R. Kelly shit and all that, and like you know, <laughs> like given like how how much notoriety that I didn't watch it, but I've definitely seen the memes and shit like that. Like I oh, I didn't yeah. I need to say I want to see my kid. I yeah. can't do it. Bro, what do your kids got to do with this? Exactly. What are you talking about, yeah. man? He sounded like someone who's just off the rails now. Like he's like he's he's trying so hard to convince people that he didn't do it, and it's like absolutely, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just wild, bro. Looking Next right, subject, looking for man, yeah, got, yeah. We I got daughters, to, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about R. Kelly anymore. People, people know how I feel about that. Um, yeah. So, shit. Damn, that was every, that was uh, all the topics that I had in my head before. We're at like thirty five minutes now, but we got to end on something besides our kill. Damn, we got to. Yeah, it didn't feel like thirty five minutes. Yeah, definitely it doesn't. did. We felt like we were just chopping it up. So, uh, what do you? We mentioned like you, uh, Draco. Who are some other like L A people? I'm always interested in like who L A people are listening to from L A. Um, I just discovered this this. This dude from the Don't Come to LA shit. Okay. Holland is. Holland is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. He has he has a crazy energy. (laughs) That nigga won me over, bro. Like nigga, he was performing. I think it was the first song, nigga. Nobody, nobody was moving. And Mm -hmm. I mean, this nigga was you would have thought, nigga, he was nigga at Rolling Loud. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, y'all not fucking I'm like, man, I'm fucking with this. And nigga, by the second song, nigga, he had everybody. And I'm like, man, that energy is unmatched. And then I actually went and looked this shit up after. I'm like, oh, this shit hard. My mm-hmm. favorite song is 
my sauce, my drip, my bag, my drip. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that was the song they put in the... Off a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they put that in the recap, too. The official Rosecrans recap, didn't they? that shit is hard as fuck. So I'm listening to Hollandaise right now. I'm listening to... Uh, I listen to uh, KB. Okay. We got we got a record actually. KB Devon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. KB Devon. Um, Boogie. I don't know why they don't put him in the rap scenes. I, I, they don't, right? No, people sure? people don't usually mention Boogie when they like mention LA rap. And, why like, especially, is that? Like, I think I think part of they it don't is mention because, Reason. They don't mention. Uh, yeah, I guess because like they're. They're Even em- though they are like technically like new LA Boogie, well Boogie like kind of he popped off like way before everybody who's yeah. like popping now. So I think that might be it. Reason I think it's just people see him as like a, like a TDE artist, yeah, and they see TDE as something separate from like new LA stuff that's happening. Even though like shit's happening at the same time, you know, yeah. like it's like they're contemporaries. Um, but I guess I don't know. Um, I don't know why people don't include it. Well, shit, I fuck with Chike. Oh yeah, of course. That yeah. nigga, friend of the podcast. <laughs> that nigga is going stupid, stupid. Every time I hear some shit, I'm like, "Yeah, it's the type of shit I yeah. like." Yeah, I he he's, he's killing the like snippet game too, like on oh, Twitter man. and Instagram, like that. Oh, I like man, that. Drop that shit. Speaking, man. yes, he's got so many that like I feel like I know the song already, <laughs> even though it hasn't been out. Like that one, he had that uh, trailer where he was dancing with Jug in the kitchen. That mm-hmm. And I pull up yeah. with that mm-hmm. and then like that yeah. one sounds really cool. Like I that's think some... Az Sway on that shit too. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is on that. You know what? It's crazy. I'm a, I'm a fan of Sway too. I I, I want him on some shit for my album, but it ain't go. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. But I hear his voice on the shit. I'm gonna send it to him. Do but, it. Uh, Sway. Who else do I fuck with? Uh, that I be listening to on the regular. Um. Damn. I can't really... O3 Greedo? I mean, I, I listen to him. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, Free O3, too. Nigga, uh, I fuck with Rob, too. He in the room. He in the other room. And Big Swift. Big... Come on, Both bro. <laughs> I actually got... I got a record, nigga. <laughs> like, I be sending nigga shit out, outside of their comfort zone. Like, I got a record with Big Swift, bro. That nigga was going stupid on some motherfucking boom pap. Oh, really? You know how he's singing shit, right? Oh, yeah, but he's yeah. going crazy like that on some boom pap. Nah, people people like forget that Swift can rap. Like people oh, forget man. that he can rap. Like, cause he's cause he switched up his style, you yeah. know, like in the last couple of years. But like, like he had that like Mac Dre freestyle that he did too yeah. that dropped like a while. I mean, it's like a year ago, but yeah, he. I mean, he he can skate over some shit, man. Yeah, Big Swift, AZ Benz, shit, Jay Worthy. I yeah, feel like Jay Worthy yeah. don't get a lot of. Uh, like a lot of recognition, but mm-hmm. I feel like that nigga is like that nigga is so hard. Mm-hmm. He's the best beat picker too, bro. Like the samples he be finding and shit. Mm-hmm. I really love what Jay Worthy's doing. I'm trying to think. I can't think of nobody else that I be listening to. Savi. Yeah, yeah, Savi third. Savi for sure. I'm interested to start listening to fucking FIFA. He's good. He's good, even though like I don't know Spanish, like he's good. <laughs> That's crazy because I don't know that shit either. But it yeah. feel like like it feels I, I was with him at the uh, the barracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he performed, and it was like I was fucking with it. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. He's got, he's got an interesting energy about him. I, yeah. I like his energy. He's he's like he's like uh, I don't know. I've, 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 I feel like I've been on the podcast talking about his energy before. I'm I'm gonna get him soon. Um, but yeah, if you don't and know, of FIFA course, is uh, Ruchi. 
Yeah, oh yeah, of course, Ruchi. We're here at the Z Room where a lot of Ruchi shit was recorded for the last couple projects. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did a lot of shit here. Um, the the whole winning team, I think, that was mostly done here. Oh, damn. Um, and I think, a, I think a good portion of the For My Dogs was here, too. Oh, um, damn. Yeah, right over there in that, right through that window right there into the booth. Yeah, Ruchi out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Ruchi's got a lot of longevity, too. I think that Ruchi... Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, and I was like... That's crazy because uh, I was having a conversation with my producer mm-hmm. and he asked me, like, you know, like, where do you see? I'm like, man, I feel like, I feel like Ruchi moves like, like it's a force behind him. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I like the way he moves. Like, you know, if you notice, like he drops a project, mm-hmm. he works the project. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like he drops Lucy's too, but you feel me? He going to put out a project and he going to work that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like kind of traditional. Yeah, way, it's working for him, and I really like it. Yeah, Ruchi. Like, even his uh his set, I'd be really tapped in. Like I watched his uh, what was that? Rolling out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had the hardest um, like the uh background. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. He had the hardest shit with his like face back there and all that, That's, and spinning that around takes, doing all that. You feel me? that takes mm-hmm. like somebody. Or, you know, it's a team, yeah. but somebody's really putting thought into that. Yeah. And that's what I fuck with. Yeah. A lot of artists, like, I think someone tweeted after that, they were like, a lot of artists just had, like, their name or something flashing back, but, like, Ruchi had a full-on... It was like there was a separate set going on behind him of, like, visual shit, you know what I mean? That's hard. Like, that's that hard, because I sit back, like, I'm so into my art, like, like I'm like, damn, do niggas care? Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Because I care, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just dropped... Um, the cover art from my single off the Eastside Special today. Okay. Fuck with you. Um, you can see it right here. Like, yeah. it's like, you feel me? Oh, like, that's cool. Vintage, like that looks was, like that looks like a swap like swap me shit. Yeah, like a like a Valentine's Day photo or something that you would get like at school or something too. Exactly. Like I like that vibe. So it's like nigga, we put thought into that shit, and then uh-huh. for somebody to hit me, somebody hit me like, damn man, I'll cover alone. Well, problem posted it, and then somebody was in his comments like, uh, cover alone, but. Yeah, our work alone deserve cover of the year. Oh damn, that's, that's the cool. shit I thrive off of. You feel me? Like I actually put thought into that shit. Yeah, the little subtleties that people pick up on. Yeah. Um, you mentioned before uh, when we were just talking about um since you did just perform at Rosecrans Live, we've kind of mentioned that a little bit, um last week, uh how uh, you spend a lot of time and you put a lot of care into your live sets too. Yeah. Um how like you were like you do warm ups and shit. Like yeah. rehearse you rehearse. I like. actually yeah, shit. I'm fucking I know I got a show, man. I'm rehearsing. Which like it I don't feel like a lot of people at this level do that. Man. Um like they don't they wait until they are, man, you know, at, a, like man. Travis Scott level to no, start rehearsing. I should start now. Yeah. Man. Kobe and B Kobe by just That's niggas true. showing up, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Showing up behind nah man, that shit started nigga right there, nigga when nobody's watching. Uh bam, bro. I don't know if you ever get the chance to talk to Prob, but he has this crazy ass story of fucking Beyonce and Destiny Child, bro. Okay. They came to Compton high where the fuck he was at. And that shit stuck with me like nigga, they was kids at this time, but nigga, Beyonce was not joking, she was not kidding. She was in that bitch nigga doing all the moves, nigga, and uh-huh. nigga didn't joke or nothing. And it's just like nobody knew who they was at the time. Yeah. And it's like, that's how I that's how I treat my shit. Mm-hmm. It may not be a lot of people in the room that know who I am, but shit, when I leave, I'm making an impression because I didn't I didn't practice for this shit for two weeks, three weeks. I know yeah. when this shit gonna stop. I know when this gonna do that. You feel me? And I do live tracks. And it's not not knock to nobody else that don't do them, but 
Yeah. I mean, it's just an art into everything. Mm-hmm. I make sure I look at everybody in their face. Yeah, I just put a lot of effort into it. It's my passion. Yeah. And in the same way that you uh, leave an impression on people in the live show, I think you made quite an impression on our listeners today. I think that's a good a place as any to stop. I hope so, man. Um, plug all your socials and all that. Um, let people know how they can find you, hear your new shit. You can follow me on Instagram at AirplaneJames354. I'm on Twitter, uh, Airplane354. That's the only things I'm on. I'm not on mm-hmm. Snapchat. Snapchat's the devil. <laughs> uh, Snapchat, the spawn of Satan. Yeah, man, fuck that. You heard it that here first. got me in a lot of trouble. Um, no Snapchat for me, guys. Just Twitter and Instagram, you can find me. And I just released the artwork to my new single, Fuck What You Was Gonna Drop, on 315. 315. Exclusively on Hypebeast. Okay. And this will be out. Uh, by, or it'll be out after 315, so definitely go check out uh, the new single. And the project coming March 29th. March 29th. And then, special on the way. And then in, at some point in the future, the album. Um, at some point. Oh, this year, for sure. This year. It's coming right after the EP. Some point. For okay. sure. So be prepared. Look, all the songs are done for that shit. It's yeah. just, I got like 80 songs that we got to cut to the, uh, a specific number. Well, you know, I hear LeBron's doing some freelance A&R work, so Man, reach out to LeBron. <laughs> this nigga said he a hip-hop historian. Bro, that nigga be having me tight, <laughs> And then he has, like, the music taste on his Instagram of a grounded teenager. And with that, we we, we, we don't... We no hate for LeBron, though. Uh, I'm uh, at... Man, I want my old... I want Kobe back. <laughs> I'm at uh, disorganized underscore noise on Instagram and old Miguelito on Twitter. Um, Disorganized Noise, episode 23. We're out.